choice right now, right now, between fear and love. It's just a rock. Out of the dark night of ignorance and into the shining light of truth. Expounding reality. A population of citizens capable of critical thinking. We don't see things as they are, we see them as we are. There's a, a level of reality where everything dissolves into a, an ocean of energy. We empower our experience by insisting on our authenticity. That's very profound. Very. Expanding reality. Welcome to Expanding Reality. I'm your host, Brandon Thomas. It is so nice to be with you guys today. So the times in which we find ourselves are murky to say the least. Our co-collective creative has been bombarded by the bummer bombs of global fear, social isolation, and the insecurity of a fruitful future. Balls deep in the traps of new and carefully crafted ways of being fugly to one another. So, uh, it can not only be easily understandable, but downright tempting to lose sight of the abundance, good, and beauty that surrounds us all every day, woven within this challenging time in humanity's history. But, here to aid us in what we should all be focused on, which is a proactive preoccupation with positivity, rather than a demographic demonized by darkness. An awoken light woker, unable to abide directive, rather sought or unsought, of fear and division a speaker, a creative, an overall fantastically contagious cosmic being with a scholarly media presence, sharing his story and the wisdom of experience, as well as the creator of the lifestyle brand Choose Today, which I'm sure we'll talk about, uh, helping to reclaim our most valuable asset in the war on perception and remedy the weight of chosen fear, refusing to allow the hijacking of our highest purpose. It's Travis Morris. Hello. What up? <laughs> that was wonderful. That was just the most. Wrote it just of my, wrote of it just for you. Yeah. It, it was. That was just. That was just magical. I was just like, wow. You okay. Can see, it's like obviously it was beaming. Hello. Hello. Okay. Hi. It's so <laughs> nice to get you on, man. I'm really, really excited to speak with you. It's amazing. I'm so happy. So so excited. It's so ecstatic to be here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, tell folks where they can find you and tell us about this Choose Today, this creative brand that you've got. Wow. Yes, you can find me on the Instagram at Travis Morris, T-R-A-V-I-S-M-O-R-R-I-S-S-S. <laughs> and, and what on there you'll find all expressions of who I am, who I express myself as, as love, as divinity, and as just unification as a whole in the whole collective. And what she's today, it is, as he said, as Brandon has explained, is a lifestyle and experience brand that I'm personally finding it's more cultivating about how you can find who you are in the daily. It's just like choosing yourself, choosing your happiness, choosing your expression, choosing what it is to be you every single day. And to be completely honest, as it's birthing itself every single day, it is finding new me it's finding new meaning of what it should be necessarily experienced and expressed as every moment. But as the moment stands right now, it is all about experiencing and expressing yourself every day every moment that's what's gonna get us <laughs> through it man that's it it really is it honestly is that's the only way it really is and so uh let's talk let's talk about how we met so i actually uh saw a video that you shared on your instagram which which what's your instagram your personal one that folks can follow 
Travis Morris. Travis okay. Morris. Perfect. And you guys go check this damn thing out. Uh, it will bring your spirits up. So um, I found you uh, by uh, via a video that a mutual friend of ours, Kelly Hanner, um, who is also going to be on the show. Uh, we've already spoken. <clears throat> and she uh, shared a video of yours, and I was just blown away. Uh, it was it was fantastic. It was positive. It was uplifting. It was everything that the world needs right now, which is why I wanted to have you come on and talk, because these are weird times, man. As I said in the intro, it's mm. some dark darkness going on, and we don't need that. So, <laughs> well, you're welcome to have that, but you don't have to choose that. And that's why uh, the conversation we're going to have today is, is going to be mainly about that. But, <clears throat> so... Kelly actually um, and I were talking about you and she just absolutely loves you. She gets the same vibe off of you that I do. I saw your video. I messaged you. You sent me a, a lovely voice message on Instagram, which I didn't even know you could do that. Um, <laughs> and so you got to show me how to do that. And uh, yeah. then we talked uh, and what about two and a half hour conversation later, I was like, yeah. this is one of my favorite people on the planet. So, uh, I, oh, well, thank you. I, um, I had taken some notes during our conversation and it went all over the place, which is going to be great for the listeners. I think you guys are all going to really enjoy this. So you cover all of it, uh, psychedelics and DMT, uh, numerology and synchronicity, the simulation theory, which we will definitely talk about, um, manifesting your reality, um, all sides, uh, light beings, archangels, um, and we just talked about what is the universe. So let's break a couple of these concepts down. So what what do you think with the world the way that it is today, with the bombardment of negativity, with everybody mm. just freaking the F out, mm. uh, what, what do you think is the best response to this whenever it comes up in your life or whenever you see something like this pop up and rear its, uh, its fugly face, as I put it? Mm. I feel like the best thing to do is just pause. I feel like pausing into observation is the best thing. I feel like when we constantly move into the chaos of what we're perceiving as chaos, it's going to constantly look like chaos until we pause, we stand still into our own world, into our own energy, into our own auras of who we are to just make sure that we know where we're navigating things. We, can't, we shouldn't constantly keep on moving throughout life if we don't even know where we're going. And that goes within, within ourselves. We have to understand where we're going to navigate our own emotions, our own awareness, our own kind of perceptions of what's going on in, right in front of us. If we don't understand how we feel about it, how, we, how are we going to truly know how to stand in real, real conversations, real problematic uh, situations that can find unification and peace if we don't hold the peace within ourselves it's just going to be destruction and damnation of everything that we hold yeah and you can choose either right it reminds me of that chess yes. cat thing um from alice in wonderland and he asks where yes. are you going and she says i don't know and he said well if you don't know where you're going any road will take you there mm. Yeah, I love that. And, oh God, and that, I love that's that. kind of what that reminds me of because it's absolutely accurate. If you don't know where you're going, sure, uh, you you'll get there by any means necessary. Uh, any road will take you there. So then, with the pause, uh, what? How did that come about? How did you maintain that focus? Uh, what what brought you to this awareness that that is what's necessary? Being triggered, being triggered is what got me into that moment because especially when it was going through, it all started when it's like the beginning of January, 2020 and like feeling good, still not feeling truly it's my own journey, my own process. And then what happened with the whole Corona <laughs> scandemic, <laughs> then it all that it went into the whole of uh, the uh, ex exertion of the black lives movement and everything going on there. 
And as I was personally seeing everything going on, I see things in the perspective of love and seeing how things, if you know how to see above it, you can always see how things. I was just truly having this feeling, this whole, this guided movement of Black Lives Matter that always just shows duality and separation, mixture with the beautiful, perfectly placed scamdemic. <laughs> I just like, I just thought that it was just like I was just outraged. And why is why is everyone just so easily manipulated by the like by kind of like the little little donut a hot dog on the treadmill of like a reality as i said why is everyone feeding into this they're just showing us how to be separated when we when we should actually go and ask questions of why are we thinking that we are separated why are we thinking that we are not unified in the first place and then going into the perspectives of even seeing the obvious, obvious right in front of us, um, especially when you are truly aware of what life is in your perspective. How the, the precautions of this corona is being played out of our safety, of how they handle things. It's just like, this is, this is not like as serious, but also not as real as what we take it to be. It's it's this beautiful game, this constant game. And I just got I just got fired. I went on this whole knowledge train as we're knowledgeable beings. But I took it to my own to feel like I have to be the reason people get it constantly, constantly researching things, constantly professing, professing, professing everything to spoon feed or basically kind of choke down some of the knowledge, the truth and the awareness that I cultivated from my reality. It says, pay attention. And what I had to do was just truly slow down. It was a moment when I felt like it's so much energy giving out that I feel so fired and angry. It's like seeing someone's post or seeing someone's opinion should not anger me like, why is this angering me? Why is this making me feel like I'm also part of not being in love? I was like, wow, okay. And then I just stopped. I was like, guess what? I'm not responsible of anyone else's world, reality, how they see it. Everyone's perception is divinely theirs. I'm, I'm not responsible. I'm not responsible for anything other than my world. And that's when that pause came in. And I was like, okay. Even if I didn't necessarily uh, name it or label this at that time, but I was like, let me just sit in my own world. Let me work from the nucleus up and build my own reality. And, and it just, uh, even if I was working on building my own reality before then, it truly, and it clicked, it kind of tied in a bow of what that really meant for me. I was just like, so if I am, as we are all gods <laughs> of our own reality, and it's like, it makes God in our image, which is I am God in the image of my own world. I was like, what does that look like? And it, it, it didn't look like, spoon feeding or trying to overcompensate or persuade others of what I feel. And then I just went free and I was like, okay, do you, do you world. But of course, a lot of things conspired after that that gave me, gave me even more realization of what that meant for me. Yeah. And to touch on what you said about uh, everything, 
you know, because I think I think we're all, and I was guilty of it as well. Right when this crap happened, you're just like, "What the hell's going on?" You kind of lose your shit yes. a little bit. You know, you go out and start looking at new guns, you know, and things like that, um, <laughs> which I did. But it you you get to this point to where yes, it does anger you, and and it there there becomes this immediate split and this divide, which, like you said, mm. it's all. I'm with you on this. It's all a big divide and conquer tactic, if nothing else. If if the coronavirus is what it says that they is, it was definitely hijacked and utilized as a tool to more further divide everybody for whatever reason. If there's a great yes. grand scheme going on, if these governors just got a little bit of power and were like, oh, I can run people's lives and control people. And so therefore they don't want to give that back. Maybe there's there's the element of all of that. Maybe there is some dark handed reptilian led archon energy yes, feeding possible. type of a thing that's going on and all of these things are absolutely possible what was observable were the divide and conquer tactics so not only mm. was it and it started with the pandemic as we all hopefully should be calling it by now <laughs> uh, you know um it it started with that because you had like the mask and no mask. You had the science people. You had the, these people over here. These doctors being silenced, but these that followed the official narrative. And to anybody mm -hmm. who sits there and says, "Oh, it's the doctors. It's science." Doctors and scientists can be bought as well. They can push a narrative. <laughs> they are human beings. So you trusting the science, but not being able to hear both sides of it. Whenever they steer the narrative, they whoever the media, whoever's in power. When they steer this narrative to one side and don't let you hear the other side, that's when you should be cautious. And they do it, of course, under the guise of safety. And, well, we don't want to put out misinformation. And it's like, no, this is a this is a medical debate given by doctors who are in their fields trusted. Mm -hmm. So what do you tell the people who were silenced by this doctor? That's been their family doctor forever. So mm -hmm. you don't trust them and their opinion and maybe their observation is a little bit different. It doesn't follow the narrative. Therefore, they don't have a voice. It's these kind of divide and conquer tactics. With again, like you said, the Antifa, the Black Lives Matter, when you really start to research these organizations and don't get immediately triggered by what's happening and figure out that Black Lives Matter has been the worst thing for black people in a long time. Yes. <laughs> yes. The creators of that are open Marxists. You can read their charter and see that that's the way it is. You can look up that they don't spend any money in communities, in hospitals, in local businesses, in anything. They've got a ton of those great $250,000 buses to go spread destruction and destroy people's property, uh, but they don't put any money back into the community. They haven't paid for one scholarship for any black person. And it's interesting that people latch onto this idea without any doing any kind of research. And that, I think, is the most troubling. And that, I think, is where you and I... Uh, definitely a line on this because we can see through it, you know. I wore this shirt mm -hmm. for you. Oh, yeah. It says transcend the bullshit. It. And uh, yes. I, I wore it just for you. My wife got it for me. <clears throat> but uh, Great the, job. thank you. Um, I love yours as well. The the uh, the interesting part of all of this was the narrative and how it is a divide and conquer tactic. And it's easily viewed as such to a lot of people, not enough people. But to a lot of people. And it's these poor folks that, that sit there and follow the narrative and say, you know what, uh, I'm just going to go with the official story. I'm not going to do any research on my own. I'm just going to get back to Real Housewives of whatever, watching the Tiger King, <laughs> and uh, I'm just going to live my life. Now, there's, there's a lot to be said for for the ignorance is bliss element of that. And I get that because just like you, I went through this really stressful time of, okay, well, shit's hitting the fan. I've got to warn people. I've got to tell people what's going on, you know, do the research, you know, the MS and MS, NBC is Microsoft. It's ran, you know, it's owned by Bill Gates. And so of course you're not going to get honest truth about that. Uh, but there does come to that point to where you say, you know what? 
uh, I'm just as big of a problem of the fear element just on the other side of it. So the divide mm. came with people scared of Corona, locked up in their houses, losing jobs, losing income, losing family members who, for whatever reason, if it maybe it is Corona, maybe it is just a really shitty flu, we don't know yet, mm. but losing people. Uh, and that side of it. And then, you know, got to wear your mask. And have you seen the people that are taping masks up over their vents and their cars? No. It's pretty no. wild. Yeah. And then wearing two and three at once and all these things. I've and seen that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and, you know, I say go with whatever makes you feel good. Um, but these people running around telling perfect strangers how to live their lives was pretty interesting to me as well. Uh, you know, uh, you should be doing this and you should be doing that. It really turned neighbor against neighbor, which was challenging. So when, when you came to the realization that this is what was going on and you had your angry moment, then you realize what, that it's, that's not helping either. Mm. And, and the thing is, it's so funny because when we actually see past it, it's this, it's this constant, it's, it makes you laugh. It made me laugh. It made me really the jovial laughter of the universe, but to know that we are so in months, we were manipulated and we were guided into a direction that only saw us to be muzzled. Mm. Like, and, and it's so funny about the, uh, the whole thing about, uh, what is it, the government? The government only, it does only so much. Only the thing that it needs to do is to slip you a subconscious thought. And we just, especially in a little bit of things of saying, hey, oh, this is truth. This is not truth. Don't listen to that. But don't go searching for that either. And go by this. And everyone's saying, wear your mask. Shouldn't you be wearing your mask? Shouldn't you be doing this? It's like, well, why do you think and feel that a mask should be worn? Well, the corona, of course. Well, do you feel that the corona lives outside in airborne things? Well, maybe, but what does it think? Well, <laughs> you're across the street, I'm right here. It's like, it's, so, it's, it's the type of thing where it's so much of manipulation, but it also comes from a place of do your own thinking. Do your own thinking. Do your own process analysis of what makes sense. If someone came to you before this whole thing and says, how would you handle this situation? They'll be like, hmm, would they go about it exactly the same way that they're so easily drawn to obey and follow? And it's, it's, and it just, it makes me, and, and now seeing the whole hindsight of it, I see that everything happens for the reason it does. Everything is moving towards the beautiful age of Aquarius, the age of re replanting soil to add redecorating the world, redecorating the earth, and just knowing how what's those those old curtains are old and we need to throw them out with some nice <laughs> with some nice beautiful decorations. And I feel like that's what's happening. But as we're going through. And there are two paradigms that are happening, the old one and the new one. The old one is easily being seen because it's being triggered by everything that's free, everything that actually is the constant of this world. And then the other one is being necessarily kind of both also being tested, but also asking, what do you want? The ones that are aware say, are you choosing to stay in this? Or are you choosing to elevate from it? Are you choosing to say that this is the way again? We don't. We don't have to spew hatred. We don't have to spew judgment. We don't have to be so 
obeyed in this type of always always wanting to be validated validated for everything that we are everything that we express ourselves as and i've been realizing and understanding from the beings that i've been seeing is that they're done with compromising they're done with to, with over exasperating to how to live their lives it's like they're, they're done with it it's like full-on period <laughs> type, of, type of mode and it's just and it it makes me extremely excited to see how we're going to fully be at peace with all of ourselves. It's not going to, because that's not the goal. The goal is not to, to have one side fully in damnation and the other side living in the Eden. It's just like, that's not the way. I feel like it's going to go through a process of asking ourselves, how can we bring more understanding and more love in the, our daily conversations and our daily one-on-ones of saying that you can have your truth and I can have mine, and this is unity. You don't have to invade my world with your judgment, with your pointy fingers, <laughs> and, with, and with your idealisms of how I should live my life. You live in your world, I live in my world, and we have a peaceful ground, have a nice day. And, but how to say, have a nice day without creating an argument. Because the thing is, a lot of people are, can be the bigger person. But if the other being is not willing to be that bigger person itself, it can have a potential for confrontation, especially if you're not subconscious. It's like whatever your world subconsciously needs to press out, you will get right in front of you. So you have to ask yourself when someone is triggering you, when someone is not accepting your leave me alone, accepting let me be in my peace and I love you, what in yourself is not going is not accepting that fully what in yourself is saying no to leave me alone or no to i love you it's like it's some blockage because life is only the mere reflection of what's happening inwardly and it's and we have to really rediscover our own inner landscapes to really understand how to navigate humanity in itself and stop being so again with the with the message of egotistic, but also manipulated destructive system, our self-destruct button, but also someone else's self-destruct button that they're just necessarily holding us on as we both <laughs> blow up. Right. <laughs> like and that's a, it's an awesome point. And I think that uh, you, you want to reach a point to where you have clarity over agreement. I think that if mm. you can discuss your ideas openly and we can just come to the points where, okay, I'm clear on how you feel and you're clear on how I feel. We don't have to agree. It's okay. We're different people. Mm. We've got different outlooks. And that is what's beautiful about the world. That's one of the most beautiful things. But that comes from a place of love, not of a place of fear. And I think that mm. what we find ourselves in is with that division and with everything going on, that it is, it's just a, a fear fest. I mean, that's, that's what it is. That's why all these decisions are made irrationally. That's why all of these folks, under my assumption of the, uh, my assessment of the, uh, the situation is this. It's not maybe necessarily that. But um, it, it feels like that all of it is fear-based. And once you transcend that fear, and you realize that it's just up to you to, like you said, create your own reality. And I think that's got a lot to do with, if you want to talk about it in frequency, that's usually how I like to do it. 
Mm. Um, is that you're you're emitting a frequency that then responds back. Now you can transcend the bullshit and raise your frequency <laughs> anytime you'd like. And but you can also find yourself in those lower levels and you'll resonate that in your reality. And people sit there and say it's woo-woo and they say, oh, the secret, and I tried that and I didn't get my Lamborghini. Um, but it's <laughs> it's not that. It's it's not that at all. It's similar to that. Um, and it's just the, the secret I don't think packaged it very well. That Rhonda Byrne book, have you ever seen it or read? Yes, okay. yes. So what what was your feelings about that um, book specifically? I find it, I feel like that it's the marketing. You know what I mean? It's like the beautiful propaganda of saying you can have anything you want. I feel like nothing is let loose without a motive. And I feel like why was this instantly spread out at that time? instantly worldwide that everyone is the secret it's a secret why are they calling it the secret why is it a secret it's not a secret it's life it's just like it was just to spoon feed the idea of still control but control of someone's mindset of just like oh this oh this is what you can have when you believe in yourself fade in fade out that's like it's like a amped up version of a tony robbins audio tape you know what i mean it's just saying it's just just basically say you could do everything but let's add a lot of cosmic divine mystical in yeah it's like tony was, robbins with smaller hands he's like, yeah, exactly. ah, can do anything. He's like ah okay and, and, it, and it's true you're right it, it dumbed it down it it watered it down and it only pieced down i think calling it the secret was probably a damn brilliant marketing move because people are like oh shit i like secrets okay well is this something nobody else knows but how many millions of those were sold so it's not really a secret anymore is it you know um but i i think it was interesting because then these people take these these concepts that they can utilize and they that can be beneficial and useful for them but then they they twisted into well i didn't get you know like my thing i don't have my mansion yet i believed it i wrote it down but i don't have my mansion i sat on the couch and waited i didn't put any work into it i didn't really feel it really and that Ooh. is when i got disappointed because i didn't manifest you know this um lamborghini or i want a hot air balloon and i didn't get it and it, it's <laughs> exactly. these ridiculous things if you start with just inner peace and you start resonating from there and you start uh, really seeing yourself as the creator of your own reality in the sense of your mindset. That's where it starts. And once you can control your mind and your reactions to situations where you respond rather than react, that yes. I think is the most powerful thing and it's freeing and that's when you shift and transcend and that's when you um, change the dial on the station, you know, because you're you're just a receiver of consciousness. It's non-local to the body. And that's the thing that science still has. The, that's why they call it the great problem is consciousness itself. They don't know where the hell it comes from. They think that it generates within the mind. But even that new Netflix documentary, um, what was it about life uh, after death? I feel like I know about what you're talking about. Okay. And I feel even, like I do. Even a lot of doctors will sit there, and uh, this guy wrote this book, Life After Life, um, and he was explaining that the brain is dead for like 30 minutes, but these people come back with these incredible... Uh, stories of what was going on in the room, what they experienced afterwards, the brain is dead. So the activity was not in the brain. It was non-local. So whenever you re realize that you're a receiver of this stuff, then you can translate that into your own world. And shit, maybe you get a Lamborghini, that's fine. Um, but maybe you just find some inner peace and, and you can not be a progenitor of fear. And maybe that's okay too, which is like I said, what what attracted me to want to have a conversation with you as well? You're you're one of the most wonderful, upbeat, positive people I've ever met, and I think, like I said, that we need that at this time. 
So uh, tell me about your, um, what, what do you think about psychedelics uh, as a mm. means to help cultivate your own personal mental stability or your awareness? Or what, do you, what role do you think that they play in uh, an awakening of sorts? Mm. Initially, what I feel is that it's the beautiful gatekeeper of your mind. I do feel that it holds keys, but it's necessarily not meant to open the doors fully. I think it's just there for you to say that, oh, I have these tools. I have these things to go do my own way to transcend this and take the will to open and authority to open that door within myself. Because I feel like a lot of the times it can go basis off of fear. Sometimes people just use it for escapism. Sometimes to escape the reality it's in, it's kind of like putting in a virtual reality headset and said that, hey, I don't want to be here anymore. Let me be somewhere else. And that's what it is. And I feel like other times it's when you are aware of its true power, divinity, and its essence to bring more knowledge to you, it gives even more meaning. It allows you to be more, it's like, like, uh, I think, poetic about how you see these things. It's, it's, it has more of like a beautiful renaissance about it. It's, it's grand, it's beautiful, it's magical. It has a story to tell, but also if you're willing to listen. But I feel like sometimes it will show you exactly what you're not listening to. It will show you that, hey, it can, your mind is scary AF. <laughs> <laughs> it is like, you got some shit welcome. to work out, bro, and here it is. Here welcome it is. To your yeah. I know, <laughs> it's like, welcome to your world uh, this is here you go it's it's, it's kind of crazy in here and sometimes people don't like it either and so sometimes that even leaves them even afraid of the whole idea of something bigger out there because what they received was not what they liked was not what they were hoping for other than the cool trippy experience and i feel that when it's taken lightly, but taken, I don't say, I don't like saying serious because nothing serious, but also taking with wisdom and knowledge and awareness of what it is, it, it brings some amazing things to the table of how you're supposed to, it's kind of like reading a textbook and then applying it in life. It's just like you get to read it and now you get to go out in your world and apply the same things that you have experienced, witnessed, or even to ask questions about what am I? What is this? And then it will just be like a, like a little crumb trail to where you're going to go next. But I, I feel that the more that we take advantage of it, the more that we lose sight of what it's here to do. But also at the same time, it's fun. It's experience, but it's it's fun. So it's just like to know, I feel like to know your own boundaries, you know, it's, you're, it's not even limitations because no, it's no limits in this world. <laughs> it's all about your own, knowing where the borders stop, and where for you to kind of, it's kind of like stop the car, get out, adventure, get back in the car, understand that, hmm, I can do anything I choose to do. Change the dial of the radio, knowing that you are willing to change the old dial of your frequency and make a choice of what type of station you want to listen to. And I feel like that's what, it's kind of like that. It's just, it just gives you awareness of who you are. It's just like, 
here you are. Here you go. This is your identity. Yeah. Yeah. What, so what do you think is the, a, a good way to stop in your tracks whenever you, cause you can feel it. You can feel yourself vibrating mm. in a frequency in which you don't want. So what, what is one of the tools that you use or you found a beneficial tool that maybe you can tell other folks about uh, that, that helps transcend it and go, it's that first it's that awareness, right? It's that, hang on, this is not, this does not serve me because you mm-hmm. probably believe kind of like I do. Uh, there's a guy named uh, Neil Donald Walsh. He wrote the conversations with God books. Uh, he, he had an observation that said, uh, there is no right or wrong. There's only what serves me and what doesn't serve me. And so mm-hmm. if, if you get to that point to where you're sitting there in a situation and you say, this doesn't serve me, what, what are some good ways to kind of bring you back to that vibration? I feel like the and even beyond or the first question from that, because you have to be truly aware of what are you it's like what what is your whole embodiment to understand what you choose to choose to accept and what you choose not to accept it's just knowing that you hold both of these things in your hand you have an option to choose and i feel like a lot of us don't even know that we can choose so we just hold these in our hands and our hands get tired we get exhausted we get drained we feel miserable depressed whatever anxiety and then we realize that we can drop one and embody the other. And I feel like sometimes when to really know that that we can break that own mold of our own subconscious like relay. It's a subconscious loop within our thoughts. And but first we have to ask ourselves, what is the point? Why do you want to say that one serves you more than the other? It's 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 like it goes deeper and deeper into the caverns of our own mind and embodiment of asking Sometimes, as you said, there's no right and wrong, but you have to ask, it's like, what is your full benefit? Your full benefit of what could be best in this situation could be best or worse. And I feel like the more that you know what makes you full happy, fully in happiness, fully in awareness, but you have to be aware to even understand that question yeah you gotta first realize your power yes it's like if you don't realize your own divinity your own power your own authority over your life you'll just choose both and think that that's a good option or you choose none and be like you think that you don't deserve any options it's just like you have to know that you deserve to pick whatever you choose but also you must be aware of what you're choosing and i feel like what happened with me is when you're sitting there and you're asking these questions of what you are, what you deserve, what you think you, you feel you're worthy of, do you, more knowledge comes in. I even recently learned this uh, recently. I, I always went into my heart to ask, what should I be doing next? Sometimes in a very, very oh, uh, OCD way <laughs> within my own mind, but also at the same time, asking myself was just like but i realized it went based off the subconscious motive of what i thought i deserved it says okay don't do this wait i should pick this it was like wait why should i pick this am i just picking this because i feel like i deserved this am i picking this because i know that that's what i truly desire and it went into even to a deeper cavern of even saying that that's not even what I want. What I think I desire is not what I even want. It's what I thought I did need to be worthy of that thing that I didn't choose in the first place. <laughs> it is, and it just went deeper and deeper until I said, guess what? All I have to do 
is just let life personally for me show itself what I deserve. When I'm truly in alignment, when I'm truly seeing myself, it will show me what I am. And we have to be truly strong in this to say that if it's showing you something you do not like, you need to figure out a different option. You need to figure out why your choices look so slim. <laughs> why your choices look like ass. <laughs> yeah, I like that, yeah. And not a good ass either. Not a good bubble not, butt. Not it's, a, no, it's good, like not, ass in the worst worst way it's possible. Not, it's not juicy. It doesn't have that, that, that vibration to it. Right. <laughs> it's not sending out signals. It's flat. It's yeah. just a lot. Yeah. It's lining back. It's just like, yes. And I feel like, <laughs> and I feel like when we actually take it in, it's like, this is, you just look at it. It's like, this is not even good. This is not even, this is what they said. Let them eat cake. But we let them eat cake. It's just like, did I didn't realize cake meant crumbs. <laughs> so that's what she meant. Like the cake that she's eating. No. Cause she knows what she deserved. <laughs> that cake. Oh, she meant the crumbs that I ate off of. <laughs> oh, it's like so. What does that mean about me? And I and I feel like when taking in those things, taking into the versions of psychedelics and those even avenues themselves, and ask those questions first. Who am I? What do I feel that I am deserving of in my reality? Because it will show itself. It will ask yourself to ask yourself these questions and to be very, very particular to choose what narrative you're truly reading. Yeah. And you got to be in uh, really deliberate with what you want. You got to really sit down, write mm. it out, be very deliberate, and then focus on that. And don't be distracted by, again, the real housewives of whatever. Uh, and you can have <laughs> these these little nothing boxes are fine. But again, you resonate at that frequency. So if that's what you want, that's what you create. So what would you say is uh, for, for somebody just starting out on this who's, who's a little on the fence as far as wanting to transcend their reality and wanting to bring about better things, if not only a healthy mindset, which will then trigger everything else that you want in life. Mm. What is your one beginning? Like start here. It's, you know, start small, start here. What, what's your advice for, for somebody wanting to embark? It makes me happy. And, and I feel like when you ask what makes me happy and the, and the most easiest way, like how a child is so or not, they will tell you that I do not like that. I want this instead. And, it's like, and, they, and they do not compromise. They, of course, children have to learn integrity, but also they, must, they know that this is not what I like and I deserve what, exactly what I desire. There's no lack. It's only abundance in this world. And when we, when we have to first ask ourselves, what makes me happy? Does this make me happy? Yes or no? Does this make me, this like, does how I appreciate or value myself, does this make me happy? Yes or no? Do, how I assert myself about what I desire, does this make me happy? Yes or no? Is this even in the situations like, do I like being treated and feeling like this? Yes or no? And it's like, and, and it's, it's that easy. And then take that same format. It's so simple. And keep on asking yourself, does this make me happy? Yes or no? Does this job make me happy? Yes or no? Don't try to be like, well, it does this, the pros and the cons. No, you know, you instantly does something make you happy. It's kind of like if you like this food item, <laughs> you're not going to choose something that you don't like. You instantly know you don't like it. It's that simple. I like relating it like, to what you like to eat because that's brilliant because it is a choice that you make consciously. That is something you have control over, but it, it's a it's a great point because you have just as much control over anything else in your life. 
And that's exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's so empowering, but we've sometimes we have been, that's what we're redecorating with (laughs) because the house has been beaten down, meaning humanity as the house so much to think that it's what this it's, it is, it's supposed to be weighed down. It's supposed to be seen as minuscule. Only certain things are supposed to be as brilliant and beautiful or elite status of what things are. No, every part of the house can be beautiful. Mm. It doesn't you need to only have one special room as the pretty room or as the room that seems worthy and has all the most nicest things in it. And it's not even about materialism. It's all about what you feel that you deserve from yourself. And it's just and going even be, being even more aware of what that happiness looks like. We can even go into our, even having a conversation with someone and even ask if sometimes if we don't even know about ourselves, ask someone else to say, what makes you happy? And see how they answer and then mimic of saying and ask yourself, do I answer the same way? Do I answer with hesitance or do I answer with kind of a sense of like, well, I don't know. What does make me happy? And sit there stunned and they're just like, have I been living off of someone else's happiness or idea of happiness? And sometimes they will feel stunned. They're just like, I have to rethink my whole life. Damn it. Nobody's ever asked me that before. You know, it's (laughs) like they haven't, they, and they haven't even asked themselves that what makes me happy. Exactly. And I do, I remember when I was over at my friend's house one day and then, um, and his name was Travis. It was so funny. And he came and, um, he was picking up something and he was asking, uh, he was like, Oh, how are you? He was like, Oh, what's my name? was like, Travis was like, really? Yeah, Travis. And, I asked him, I said, I said, so what are you doing with your life or something in that congruency? And he's just like, he was like, I'm good. I was like, how are you doing? He's like, I'm good. And I said, are you happy? And he paused. He was like, yeah, yeah, I am. And he just smiled. And it's just, it was the type of thing. It's like, you feel it. You feel it. He's just like, yeah, I'm happy. It doesn't have to be this perfect idealistic world of what your mind wants to cultivate. It is something that your heart knows it is. It's like, I'm happy where I am. And that's the most beautiful, when you're happy about where you am, where you are in that moment, not where you think you're supposed to be, because because every moment, every minute, every second, every day is not promised to us. We don't even know where we're going to live in the next three seconds. You have to be happy in knowing that what you have right now is it. Do you feel good in it? Can you sit in it, relax, breathe in it, breathe in your own crisp air and say that it's not toxic? Is someone else polluting your own air system? If they are, close the vents, find a new place to Put a be. mask over the vents in your car, and you'll, <laughs> that solves it, right? Put a, put a mask over the vents, and guess what? It wear all the masks, all. right? Yeah. If you want to, wear, wear them all. Yeah. And it's like, wear them all. It might be some filtration system. <laughs> and it's like, wear the mask. And it's so funny. And, and I just, I, I, I don't dare, and I don't tell someone to do it. I just give someone the perspective to say, just ask yourself that question. Just ask yourself, are you happy? And ask everyone else, are they happy? And around you, I feel like around you in your life and ask them. Yeah. And, and so this is the realization I came to as well, because I got on this big, I'm a, I've been a conspiracy analyst for a really long time. And so you start following the money, you follow these trails, you're beta talking, you know, and the Tuskegee experiments, which were horrific, uh, that our yes. own government per- perpetrated up against, um, and so you, you get to this point with all of this stuff where you have a ton of information and you're right and the government lies to you and you're right and they're screwing <laughs> you over and they're taking your rights and they're chipping away at our freedoms and you're correct. But 
what you can do about it is you can lose your damn mind. You can be scared on this side of it, away from the people who are got to wear your mask, got to stay inside, got to do what the what the media tells you to. And then on this side of it, you have a fear wrapped up into I got to warn everybody. I got to wake everybody up. I got to tell them, look, you know, we're being we're being we're being fucked here. You know, uh, this is this is awful. You know, uh, wake up because if enough of us wake up, which is true, then we can change things. But the problem is, is that you've people have that opportunity. You can look at that. You can find the same information that you and I come across and you can do that. You can do the research. The problem is people don't want to be woken up, man. I've come to this conclusion. It's they don't. And so therefore you've got to take away. I found it most personal, uh, most um, prolific for me is if I take away the responsibility that I feel to wake people up that don't want to be woken up, they're happily, happily sleeping and they're fine with that. And that's okay. You guys go nuts. So it is, if we are doing this doomsday March, towards totalitarianism, the only thing you can really do, and I've said this forever, is tend the garden you got. It's not my saying. I've just been saying it forever. You, you've got only control over you know, what your house looks like, uh, what your body feels like. You've got only control over your mindset and the, the people you choose to spend your time with and your happiness. That's what you have control over. And it's almost like a domino effect because whenever you know and they say this about uh dating i haven't dated in a long time i'm married but they say this about <laughs> dating that if you're if you're out there and you're desperate people can feel that and smell that and they don't want anything to do with you but if you're out there living your best life you're being who you are uh you attract wonderful things in that way and so it's almost like you attract more you know flies with honey of course is the thing but it it has to do with your inner peace and your inner how you handle these situations. And so if you're running around freaking out, dude, you got to wake up, uh, look, you know, research agenda 2030, look at event 201, look at these things are, you're, you're being fucked. You know, they're, they're lying to you. Uh, you can do that, but it's only going to push people away. I think that mm. you and I have both come to the conclusion that you've got to tend the garden you got. But what that means is be the example, be the change you wish to see in the world, that Gandhi quote. Uh, you just do it. You just be it and you exist it. Not only are you going to be happier, but it may wake other people up to the fact that they can also choose the same thing. There's nothing different about any of us. Yes. In the yes. sense that I have a greater ability to do anything more than you. I just choose to be consciously aware of what I'm creating and what I'm manifesting and what I'm surrounding myself with. I'm tending the garden I've got. And it's so funny because it's... <laughs> Of course, it's funny. I was using, ex I was saying exactly that same thing in all my voice messages this morning. I was like, it's like tending your own garden. It's like tending your, and I was just like, and since you just said that, it's like, it just nestles in so beautifully. Because what I've noticed, uh, everyone that is focusing on the narrative to this, this uh, totalitarian, this destructive doomsday is, it's depressed. Even the ones that are aware of who they are, they're focused on a narrative that is not their world and they're just miserable. And they're, and I, they're talking about, and I was just noticing, it was just like, well, everything that's going in the world, they're just like, it's going to get better. I was like, why are you focus on them? Focus on you. Whatever they're going to do, they're going to destroy themselves. <laughs> just like sit in your beautiful orb of protection, uh, sit there with your bonsai tree, clip it, turn it to whatever you want it to turn it to, and be happy. And it's like, why, why is everyone so focused on the world? I think that they're afraid of something. They're afraid of losing control. They're, but you have to realize you have no control over any of it. Not even what happens to you next. If something, if what, if something decides to blow you up, it blows you up. You wake up somewhere else and you realize this was all a dream and you laugh about it. But it's like, 
And it's just, it is. And it's just like, so what are you going to do about it? Are you going to spend your whole day focusing on someone else's narrative? Hell no. no. I definitely won't. It's hard just like, pass. And, hard pass. Like you can, no, you can choose that if you'd like to, but for, for folks like me and you and no, I'm good. Thank you. And it's, and it's so funny. It's just like, I feel like sometimes people, even the beings that are aware, feel like they have a responsibility to constantly feed into that narrative. Like they, if they're, if they feed into, if they don't feed into it, they're naive, they're elusive. They're not seeing the bigger picture of it. It's like, well, you don't have to see their picture. Go look at that image. You don't have to stay in this one image of life. It is so many beautiful pictures around. It is so many beautiful art of life around. Choose one that one that fits with your frequency and sit in front of that and just bask in it. You don't have to be in, sit in the picture that everyone blowing them up with mask and famine and destruction. And beauty and love. But it's, 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 it's life. And I feel like why is it's it's what we have to ask ourselves for all the beings that are aware of who they are in this world, what are you so afraid of? What are you so afraid of? What what's what do you think? Picture what you're so afraid of. Ask yourself, do you have any control of that? No, you really don't. So now take in what you do have control. The world beautiful. That's it. That's it. That, that's all it can be, because I just find it. You will be so frustrated about what they're doing in the Capitol, what they're doing with them. <laughs> Do you think that the people in the Capitol even have control of what they're doing? No. Someone else has control of them. And they, don't, they may be aware of it. They might not even. So do you think you have any right or any type of. Of course, you have a right, but any type of power over someone else's actions. No, you do not. That's Hold the beautiful. That back. That's the beautiful realization right there. That's the meaning of it all. You don't have any power over any of that shit. The only thing you have power over is what you perceive and how you control your own reality. And it's a beautiful thing when you get to that realization and realize not only that that what you just said that you don't have any control over anybody else. Which why would you want to? Right? Why the hell would you want to control anybody else? Yes. But good. We're good. Uh, you know, but also it's to the point to where you, you can create your own reality in whatever way you choose. I would say start small, right? So what, what is something somebody needs to start with whenever they get to this realization? I want to see the, I want to shift my reality. Okay. I want to shift my frequencies. Mine's gratitude. And I tell people this all the time, start with gratitude. So there's also a trick uh, in a book that I read um, about uh, keeping a gratitude rock or a little object or a bracelet or something around your, whatever, something that will visually or physically, whenever you stick your hand in your pocket, there's that rock. And anytime you touch it, you think it's something that you're grateful for. And um, mine is always, and I always use the example to start very simply. Start with, you got shoes on your feet. You got running water at the house. You got a house. You got a roof over your head. You've got, you know, a car. If you've got a car, you got all these, you got people in your life that love you. You've got a dog and dogs are dope. Uh, you, you've got all these wonderful things that uh, you can be grateful for. And that shifts you. It, it gives you that bump into that next frequency. You know, it gives you that gratitude frequency. Uh, some people, like I said, wear a wristband and every time they see it, they think of something that they're grateful for. I will find myself interrupting patterns of thought because I recognize them very quickly. Uh, when I'm talking to somebody and they're like, oh, you know, and this happened and uh, you know, just this sucks and, uh, you know, live in the dream, you know, that, that weird cliche thing where they're not really living the dream. They're being sarcastic and yes. it's like, okay. And I'll, I'll catch some of my friends going off on a rant. You let them rant, you let them, you let them be there. And I say, look, 
Feel what you're going to feel, but don't stay there. You know, have that emotion, figure out what you're, why you're feeling this way and either change something or move forward, but don't stay there. And when you sit in that, that's when that echo chamber happens. Now, um, I will catch myself again, and my friends are probably extremely annoyed by this, but they know it's coming, uh, that anytime they start bitching or start venting about whatever, which is important as well, they'll, I'll, I'll let them finish and then I'll go, okay, say five things that you're grateful for. And they're like, oh, and by the time they get to about number three, you can see the shift happen. You can see the big smile on their face. You can see that whatever the hell they were bitching about a minute ago or feeling like was important and was just ruining their life is not. And it's that type of thing that I highly recommend that folks check out, you know, start with gratitude and that's going to shift your reality uh, to to that whole new level. And it's it's very empowering. It's it really is. And I feel like from to to say what I would start with someone else, I would that gratitude is first number one. But for me, what I've learned is to some because sometimes when you with gratitude, when you ask yourself what is actually the most important thing in my life, what is what's what are the things that I actually have in my life that not by your way of what is valuable worthy but also what is the saying that you have like you said shoes or food or anything but also if someone does not have shoes or food or anything they still have so much to be grateful for you're alive absolutely <laughs> these are a generalization type of uh, topics yeah I know, my friends like, don't have shoes i got i got extra shoes man let's do this you know i know i know it's now like, you got shoes be grateful exactly right. exactly i was like let's start with that but what i've learned is just like First, being grateful, but second, see the magic in the world. See the magic. See the magic. It's just like, even if you have to force yourself, sit in one spot, look at something like a tree. See its beauty. Find a spot in your consciousness that slips through that says that that's beautiful. That's wonderful. Look at the blades of grass and say, wow, that's beautiful. Look at the clouds and just look at it. Do you know how many times people don't look up? when they walk, when they, they just don't look up. And, I'm, and when you look up, you just see how vast it is and how huge and big this beautiful world is, holographic or not, <laughs> it's beautiful. And it's just like, we have to just, it's like when you just sit, even listen, it's just like, slow down your mind, listen to the birds chirp. Even if sometimes if they're too loud when you get up at five o'clock in the morning and you're aggravated and pissed off, sit there after you get dressed and just think, because it's wow, that's actually beautiful. If you weren't in that situation right now and you wanted to be exactly where you wanted to be, how could you even appreciate those things if you're not, first of all, grateful for them? And if you can't see the magic in the world, you'll just keep on worrying about what you're worrying about in a different place. It is like, and I feel like when you take the time to say, oh, Place your energy in exactly the place that you think that you need to be. See the magic in it. Even if you're sitting in your own cubicle, sitting in a painful situation, sitting in your depression, ask yourself, why, first of all, am I feeling this way? Let yourself fully be fully aware of what you're feeling. Try to understand it, express what you're feeling, express it. Then going into the part of understanding what you're feeling and then also releasing it, releasing it. And it's no time limit because time doesn't exist, but also no type of no type of extreme of how fast and slow this is supposed to go for someone. They could do it in a period of months or years or days or even in seconds. But then after that, 
or open them and look where you are. Feel how non-serious life is. See how everything around it, it's fun. Take that inner child joy. And when you were a child, try to dig in there, even if you suppressed it to your own personal hell, go deep into it, grab that inner child, suck it back up, find her, him, they, whoever, and relax. Well, what do you find is beautiful? And ask her, they, who, and him, or whatever, and they might just say flowers, or the, the smell of grass, or my chocolate, or just, it just cultivate. It's like, what did I think was beautiful back then? What did I think was magical? And just bring them back and integrate that same child back into yourself more and more, more and more, and play. Just play. I, think, I feel like when we have this illusion of adulting and what it is, we forget to. We're just grown kids. <laughs> just like forgetting that side. You can go outside, you know. You're, it's just, and the greatest thing about this is how you can go outside your mom or your dad or whoever is not telling you you can't. <laughs> you have full freedom. You have more choice to play and go outside with your friends. Play. Yeah, you're just Stop. a kid with more expensive toys. That's all this is. Exa- exactly. Stop looking at the window and say, I wish I could do that. I wish I could go out. Look at that person on their bike. If you don't have a bike, run with them. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like, it's no your imagination to have fun and just like and find the magic in the world and that's what i would say i would say just be and find that magic go inside find that little kid that's asking to be played with asking to say play with me see life see the magic and then play play integrate that integrate it all you so and again, we're not we're not going to wake anybody up here that's not seeking this information. If they get this information, they're gonna they're gonna enjoy it and appreciate it. Maybe somebody's already started down this path and wanted a little bit of tips on uh, how to streamline or improve or just a, a separate observation with it. And what about the people who are out there that are curious about? doing something to change their lives to let's let's stick with the frequency metaphor to shift their frequency away from fear and away from all of these things uh, and t- that though find themselves in a group of friends that would make fun of them if they were doing some woo-woo stuff like meditation or envisioning their reality is better or shifting their vibration and things like that what what would you say to those folks i mean cuz there's going to be some people out there that are curious about this that have um a apprehension to actually pull the trigger on something like this because of the woo-woo part of it or because of the I'm going to get made fun of if I tell anybody about it part of it. So what do you what do you think the advice for those folks is? I feel like I have three three things for advice. First, ask yourself, why do you think it's wrong for you to go down that way, to go down that that path and that journey, that path is open to you? You see that the treads of footsteps, obviously people have been there before. Why do you feel like that's wrong to go in that direction? And then I feel that at the same time, also ask yourself, am I judging myself the same way that I'm assuming or even not assuming? Some people might just say to your face, that's woo-woo, that's crazy. <laughs> just like, am I judging myself the same way that they are judging, uh, judging me? It's just like, and is that the reason why I'm stopping myself from going down that trail? And then the third thing is the same, do I deserve to even be treated this way for thinking differently? 
am I basically am I a modern witch that's basically saying if I know what two plus two is that I'm going to be burned down the stake by even my own subconscious thoughts or the people around you if you are if you are that witch (laughs) that's afraid to be burned ask yourself do you are you going to allow yourself to be burned are you going to place yourself somewhere else that you will be ignited and appreciated and valued and seen and I just feel like be crazy it's no one in this world that has not changed it stayed in a normal state everyone that was brilliant that changed the world was weird was weird everyone that was normal didn't do jack (laughs) they didn't do anything this is like albert einstein he was called slow and uh, like uh special needs or Retarded. I don't like that word, but it's just a word in itself. <laughs> it is the case. It's just like, why would you feel that when someone that sees beyond the scale of what you see is someone that you should lessen? You're not, you should be implore, like applaud, not lesson for you to think something differently from somewhere else. Your opinion is as valuable as anyone else's. And because you even think broader to ask more questions, you should even applaud yourself that you are even asking that question. It's just like a, that student that decides to raise their hand in front of the whole class, knowing that they're the smart kid. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with being the smart kid? Yeah, we're good. <laughs> we need that. I know some people in the room may even know the answer, but they're afraid to raise their hand. Be the brave one. Raise your hand, wave it, be loud, be expressive. Don't be afraid to show yourself. But if you are still creeping that way of being brave, just ask yourself those three things. It's just like, are you, why are you afraid to go? Second of all, do you deserve to be treated in such a, such a way of judgment towards yourself that others are treating you in that way by going down that path? And also, do you deserve to be there? Do you deserve to sit in that spot of feeling suppressed to express yourself? Why do you feel like you need to be suppressed? It's like the same way that they thought that women did not, it was funny for women to say that they should learn something other than being a uh, an incubator <laughs> and someone that's supposed to be there as a figure. It's just, it's hilarious. So ask yourself, has anyone that has changed the world stayed the same? And if that, and if, if, if you said no or yes or whatever, you have to sit and ponder on that, your answer will come to has no, they have not stayed the same to say, good job. Yeah. Now yeah. move. Yes. <laughs> Let's move on. Move. Go take the trail. So we'll push you inside. You have spirit guides. You have help. Look for someone that will help move with you or just move yourself because not everyone will be there with you. But when you get to your destination or even on that road, you will find people along the way that will skip along the yellow brick road with you <laughs> to get to the Emerald City of just awareness and just self-expression of love of you. And I just, I just find that that's, that's what I would say. That's what I would give to the person that feel suppressed it's awesome it's perfect no i love it okay so i i think we've covered a lot as far as that element i think we've empowered people a lot with the tools um to move forward with these types of things now i'm curious about a couple of other things um so what do you think about uh synchronicities (laughs) i like these (laughs) it's like a good pot of cocoa i feel like synchronicity of course, the uh, layman's term for coincidences that everyone likes to say. It's just like, it's just such a coincidence. Wow. <laughs> it's just like, 
came here exactly at the same time at the exact same point. So I took a wakey day. But no, I feel like synchronicities are life's magical ways to tell you on exactly the right path. They're telling you, they're just, they're just saying, go left. Go left. Am I left or right? Maybe <laughs> maybe turn right. So right to go left. No sense of space and direction. But I feel like the synchronicities is just it's just kind of just like it's it's a pager. It's a pager of just saying good job, or maybe sit sit with yourself and ask yourself a little bit more about yourself or more about that decision or that situation. And and it's so beautiful to see someone's face glimmer know and recognize the magic in the world when they recognize that wait first of all i'm not alone someone's helping because i feel like a lot of the times that amazes people is that you're not alone you're never alone you always have support in this plane or in another one even if you're aware of it or not you know that something is guiding you if it's right now, if it's just numbers, let that number be your Holy Mary. <laughs> let, it, let it be your savior in some way, even if it's no savior, but meeting savior, no one's gonna save you, but it's just a beautiful, like a, like a beautiful guiding light to lead you down somewhere that is unknown, but also known from the bigger picture, but also just like, but just gonna guide you to where you need to go next. Have fun with it. And I feel like synchronicities are just, it's so many different synchronicities. There are numbers. There are, I realize that it's synchronicities show up in, in anywhere, anywhere that you are willing and available to listen. Anyway, if I, what I love to do, I call it spirit shuffle. What I do, I, I turn on my Spotify or whatever music device that has a shuffle mode on it to my personal playlist or not. And I sit there and I say, I ask a question or just say, okay, what is happening? Or how am I supposed to be feeling about this? Or what is it, what's going on? I play the shuffle mode. The music just comes through. It's just, it's no the message comes in the song. It does. I that tell you, so try cool. it. Try. That's fun. Do it. I want to try that. Okay. Yes, do yeah. it. And it's, it will amaze you. It'll just be open. And it's so fun because even, don't you know, have you ever had this experience and I know maybe some viewers could ask them for themselves that what, like you just can be going along during your day and a song pops in your head randomly that you haven't listened to just randomly. And then, Take a moment to pay attention to that song and what it's saying. It's just like, oh, just like, okay, okay, what's the meaning of the song? And it's like, what does this song say? It's like, and it's usually a specific line that's being repeated in the whole loop constantly in your brain. And message, it's like ringing in your ears. That's a synchronicity. It's, it's kind of like a frequency dialing up and trying to transfer a message to you. And even when that happens, sit down with yourself and just ask yourself, okay, um, Help me guide through this message or saying, what are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to feed down to the frequency line? You're trying to say something to me that is obviously here, that you're here, that spirit's here, that we're on the right path, go in a different direction. Something's trying to tell you something. It even goes by words. It even goes by people. Sacred, you may even find the same synchronicity of meeting the same people constantly, 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 over and over and over again. It's just like, oh, I wanted to be a writer. It's every single time I'm at my coffee shop, it always seems like writers keep on sitting next to me. Or every single time that I talk to someone when I'm uh, as a barista or something like that, and someone keeps on saying, hey, well, it's like they may ask you just like, so what do you like to do? It's like, huh? 
um, I don't know. They take it out and they just like, I don't know. Next three people during the day say, what do you like to do? I would love to hear more about you. You seem like such a nice person. If something should click, it's just like, maybe ask yourself, what do you like to do? Yeah, <laughs> they're like, asking yes. you to ask yourself. Yeah. Yes. And even in messages, even in words and in, in uh, physical text, if a text keeps on popping out to you, you will see it. It was even funny when I was uh, sitting, I was looking for things that, because I'm creating a movie and it's going to be beautiful. And I oh, really cool. love it. I know it's so exciting. More information for that soon. But, um, and I was looking, I was like, I was feeling this this nestled energy of, of course, freedom. I'm a conduit of freedom, conduit of joy, conduit of happiness and magic. And I was just feeling the sense of the slight suppression of feeling like, okay, am I able to do this? Am I able to do this? And it's like in this false illusion of limitation, which they are zero. And I was, as I was sitting there and I was asking myself, I was like, okay, just watching it, but still keeping my I can do anything energy vibe going on. The On YouTube, uh, <laughs> an ad that just kept on saying, freedom, freedom. I was <laughs> like, ooh, excellent. I was okay. like, I'm going to move that. I know. And then also the message in the, the number was uh, one, the, no, 1035, I think it was 1035, um, or 1044, that said, I, I said, what does this mean? And it says freedom to live. I was just like, oh, that is just beautiful. So with synchronicities, just be open, be open. If you notice that something is reoccurring, then the coincidences in your mind don't they that happening for something's trying to contact you and if someone's afraid of the woo woo <laughs> it's, it's nothing that is demonic nothing to come at you yeah and that's like, what i'd say to it just try it what do you have to lose you know just try what it. do you have to lose just It'll give say, it a go a, don't tell anybody if you feel embarrassed about it just sit in your home for 10 minutes or whatever and manifest something that you want or think about something that you want or focus on something meditate a little bit whatever and just try it and start with that gratitude thanks start with seeing the magic that's a beautiful way to do it um and and it's funny too what you said um where was i at about Whenever you do the synchronicity thing, so one of the biggest ones and one of the most obvious ones that people pay, they, they notice it all the time, but they don't think anything of it is, oh, I was just thinking of that person. I haven't thought about him in years. And then they just called out of the blue or sent me a text out of the blue. It's like, exactly. yeah, bitch, that's synchronicities. You should check into that. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's a fun thing. And I feel like the biggest thing is to be uh, like, be like, use your observation. You must, it's just like sometimes things will just flow right in front of you. But if you are not paying attention, you will not see it. It's just like, it's like you have to pay attention. You have to know that really here for you. Don't just, don't just be nestled into the mundane idea of reality. Be, be curious that something else is out there that's more so much better than what you are truly to accept right now. It's so funny. Everyone but no one's willing to believe in it and it's it's just everyone just like they see these movies they see these things like that would be so cool everybody wants to be a wizard everybody wants to have that magic bullshit of just saying they could snap their fingers and do that but you can actually do that even if you don't believe it or not take it into a question and say what about if i can <laughs> what about this it's like oh, and i feel like what oh, i feel like a question that someone can ask if someone said you can't what about says what about if i can to say that it's like what about if that actually is possible question the question yeah and i think that it, i forget who said it but it was a quote that said whether you think you can or you think you can't you are right 
Yes, yes. I, oh, I saw that actually early. I think it was yesterday. It was yesterday or a couple of days ago. It was just basically saying exactly what you said. It's just like, either way, you are right. Yeah, you're <laughs> there correct. Is no, you are, you are oh, no, correct. I can't. I can't bungee jump off this tower. You're right. Oh, I can bungee jump off this tower. You are also Based right. On, you are correct. Yeah. You're correct. It is just like the, and the thing is the, the universe, the universe, which is you, it is like will not argue based off what you are, feel that you're limited to do. It will go based off your boundaries. If you feel the world is this small, it will be that small. If you feel that you cannot go off of that, Sure, you can go, but don't be mad if someone goes off and bungee jumps off of it. Don't be sitting there like a crying baby or, and be oh, pissed off. <laughs> I want to be a writer, but I don't. I can't. Uh, then you're correct. Or oh, I want to be a writer. Okay, then you're right. Right, and get out there and put the work in and move forward and stay positive. Stay on that. You will start bringing things to yourself. The situation in which you know that you are and opportunities to be who that you know that you are. That's the best part. Is it starts to send you uh, opportunities to practice what you're wanting to do. So if you say yes. oh, I'm a writer, it'll send you writing connections or it'll send you ideas and inspiration. Now you have to put it into practice. It's great. I it's, love it. It's great. It's like opportunity meets desire. It will come together. But if you don't desire any of it, you won't get it. But also you have to know that you're worthy of what you desire. You must know that desire is bringing by will, but also surrender. Bring the will, the authority to actually do something about it. But it flows and communicates with you. It just may be in so many different ways. And I feel like that's the premise of synchronicity. It's just knowing that it's desire meets opportunity. And if you bring your mind to escape the ideas of your limitations and see in your big dream world, you can make anything happen. And it's, it's, I love it. And it's, it's crazy too, because you'll see, um, if you think about, let's say a particular blue car, if you look at a blue Outback, okay. And you're like, Oh, those are kind of cool cars. Not only will it pop up on your feeds everywhere because your phone's listening to you because the government's, yes. but uh, <laughs> beyond that, you'll start seeing them everywhere in life. You'll be like, dude, I've, I've seen a ton of these things. What the hell? And it's an interesting thing. That's one of those signs that you're given. It's like, you know, it's not, it's not weird. You just, they've been there the whole time and you're not paying attention to them. There's maybe a little bit of that, but I think a lot more of it is, is that now you're you're consciously bringing this experience to you and the same mm -hmm. goes for hate and fear and all of these things and self-doubt and all of those you will bring that and you will manifest that into your life because it's going to give you exactly what you want it's going to give you the opportunity to be hateful and to be fearful and it's going to give you things to be fearful about shift your perception change that dial even one tick say i'm grateful for this look at that beautiful tree i think these are the kind of things that encompass what would empower somebody to be a little bit more positive in a world where, man, it looks like a shit show out there. It really does. Um, but don't, you know, turn off the damn TV. Stop listening to what the media is telling you. They're all pushing a narrative. And that is a fact. That's not a, oh, well, you're just assuming a in a conspiracy theorist. No, that's, that's a fact. Follow the money. Look where the money's at. And you can see this for yourself. Now, once you get to that realization, you realize it's all bullshit. And you realize that you do create your own reality. And that the only thing you do have control over are your thoughts, emotions, and what happens in your immediate circle and, and in your garden. So tend the garden that you've got. And, and it's so funny. It's, it's like it's, it's this type of thing where I even realize that a lot of things and a lot of beings of this humanity does is that when they are asking for something, when they're asking from change from the world or change from themselves, it's like... It's, they're not aware 
that these changes will show up to give you an opportunity to evolve. You can't just say you want to change it and you just won't get anything to question, not even question, but to make things change. If you want to be a positive person and you go out through the world to say, I'm a positive person, hello, hello. And someone might say F off. And you'd be like, well, I'm a positive person. Why did okay, you do that? See you. <laughs> That's it. You say, all right, we'll see you later. Have fun with that. Exactly. And it's just like, if you really want to be the change in the world, that with change comes obstacles. You're not going to be away from it. It doesn't you and how you take those obstacles are all in your own reality, all in your own choice. It was like if you choose to change something in your reality or even the grander scheme of reality, know what you're asking for. Because if how can you ask for something when you don't know what you truly desire? And it's just like when some like when I even say on my recent uh, 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 post that I made on Instagram about what that you saw that we contacted connected with is it's like when two people it's like it's this illusion of war going on between we want society to creating up the Trumps, the this, the White House, the oath, the Biden, everything <laughs> just like and it's just like. Thing, but they're spewing the same hate, the same things that the other people are doing. And it's just like two people in war just want to control each other. And it's just both of them are going to die because they're not doing it strategically. They're just doing it guns blazing <laughs> with emotion, just coming out full emotion, which can be a beautiful, insightful tool, or it can be your weakness and your downfall if you truly go so drown in it. And I feel like the whole idea, which I personally do feel with the whole Biden and Trump, uh, but first of all, how Biden is, of course, a whole scheme and how they're uh, bringing all the people that look this complexion into the White House just to make everyone feel more comfortable, like a Kennedy. It's, it's like, it's just it's hilarious. I find it so funny. <laughs> someone, someone does that. And how, like, it's just going to make, it's kind of just like, and, if you ask yourself, if they give you what you want or what you think you want, are you willing to shut up? Are you willing just to sit so just like, thank you. I got a biscuit. I'm happy. And this is what every in society, that's what Biden, they're giving you biscuits of black people. <laughs> they're giving you, let's fill out the whole White House with people that look like you so you won't think I'm the bad guy and I'm still not doing shady stuff on the side. <laughs> it's just like, it's the same. And it's so funny. It's like, and how they happen to be all women. Oh my God. That's, that's so fun too. And it's just like, it's, I just find it's just like, if you pay attention and ask yourself what you truly, even if you may trust or may not trust, or that's the way that you decide to go, ask yourself, is this, even if it's showing you what you want, go deeper, ask questions. It's, it's, someone may give you a whole plate of something, is, is, is all the ingredients in there? They might say that, oh, what's it cooked with peanut oil? You're, you're, you're about to, you're allergic to peanuts. It's just like, uh-uh. But once you taste it, you die. It's like, ask the same thing with life. It's like, oh, the plate looks good, but let me ask what's the contents in it. It's like, ask more questions. It's like, when I'm getting, is it, is it good? Is it on the up and up? Even asking yourself with even the relationships surrounding you, are, is all your relationships on the up and up of what you fully feel like you deserve from it? It's just like, is, are you just going to 
just receive whatever you receive? Let someone speak to you in a way that's unlike your divinity? Are you going to have conversations that only represent someone else's truth, but you choose not to authoritate your own divinity in itself and your truth? It's like, you don't, doesn't mean you have to. And I feel like this is another thing. You don't have to answer everyone. You don't have to give an explanation to anyone. And I feel like that's another thing within society, feeling like they always have to explain themselves. Why do you have to explain the way you live? Let people question, let people wonder, let people inquire. And if let the tickets and slip pile up, you don't have to answer none of them. You don't have to answer anyone's assumption of your divinity. All you have to do is be for you. And if anyone has a problem or question or insight or a trigger that they're reflecting or projecting back onto you, that is not your problem. And I, and I feel like the biggest thing when I realize it's just saying that this is not my problem. Your issue with yourself is not my problem. I love you, but guess what? I'm going to go back over there <laughs> and do my own thing. As you said, tend my own garden. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's awesome. You nailed it. You nailed all of it. <laughs> I, I absolutely love talking to you, by the way. This is not the only time we'll, we'll do a show together. So um, <laughs> what, uh, what do you think, um, what do you think like the world is? So, you know, is it this round ball hurling through the the stars here? We're going to shift gears just a little bit just to kind of have some fun with this this topic because uh, I'm, I'm fascinated by just the concept of reality. Like what is consciousness? Are we just a brain with a nervous system in a vat that's being sent electrical signals somewhere? And, you know, this this reality is just created and, and we're just kind of playing through it with actual consequences from our perception. But maybe none of it's real. Mm. What do you think? I personally feel how I, I feel like this reality is something, I, and when I mean reality, reality, not just Earth, everything, the whole solar system, all the universes, all the galaxies, I feel like it's just a, a microcosm of the macrocosm. It's just, you don't even get the lick of what life is. It's just a, based off this reality. It is just something that is simulated or necessarily projected from someone else's reality, someone else's comprehension, someone else's understanding. And who these beings are, who that consciousness is, we know, but who knows? Meaning in the sense of based off what we are aware of. And I feel like it's this type of thing. I see that as we are our conscious beings projected in these bodies and these vessels and these in this energetic energetic field which is who we are i feel that as we are going deeper in science and spirituality and all these labels that we want to place on what is life i feel that we are getting to the bigger question of saying that something some things can't be answered but some things can only be attempted to be understood and I feel like we all do have the answers, but I feel like when you take a chance to fully see the bigger picture, it's going to even feed you even to more of a trail of what this life is. Like, I personally feel that when we look at space, the stars, the galaxy and above, even ourselves, we, I feel like it's just a big simulation. I see it like The Sims. I have very, I have a really good time seeing it like that. <laughs> and it's like I, I truly see that it's fun. Like some, my other being, my other character is um, con, not controlling, but also beguiding in some way what the, what happens to this character fully in full respect of the will that's in here. I 
planted here and I'll be like, this is cool. And I even had the even the most fun time with that same going to the store and being like, oh my God, I'm actually in the store right now. Oh my God, I'm talking to people. And <laughs> it's, it's got fun. a real consequence in life, right? The only thing it does, I think, I think the only real consequence thinking of things like this has in life is, is it allows you to expand your reality a little bit. It allows you to yes. open yourself up a little bit more and maybe you just entertain some fun stuff, just if nothing else for the thought experiment. Walk through your day as if you are in a computer simulation. Now, don't go stepping out in front of any buses because the simulation is pretty firm <laughs> on that idea. It knows yeah, what's yeah. going to happen, you know. Um, but even just the concept of this greater understanding of a greater awareness out there, I think that that is just, it's fun. And again, it's you, if you stick your hand in fire, you're still going to get burned because the computer says that you should. The simulation said that's the, that's how it goes down. But oh my I, God, yes. Yeah, and it's just it's just more of one of those fun things to think about. I, I think that it's great. It's a lot of fun. It just And it, if nothing else, it'll take you out of your day for a little bit. And I feel that the uh, the piggyback off of that, I feel like as it's but reality is what you make it because as we are, I feel like the more that we are understanding that we create exactly what we see, we create exactly how we feel, we create exactly how we perceive life itself. If you want the fire to burn you, it will burn you. It's like the beings in coma. It's like the it's like how they enter a whole other conscious spectrum of reality within the coma. It's like they're allowing themselves to go deep into this conscious reality tethered to this vessel. They are truly in a full other spectrum of what this world vibrates at. And it's the same world, they're just on a different frequency of it. And I feel like when, if like the more the the time where I feel like for anyone that is asking themselves, watch the Matrix, it's fun. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's, it's a great thing, but also I feel like it only, it skims down just a little bit because I, um, and even going into, um, I was even speaking to my mother about this the other day, going into the realm of looking at everything, like taking a true glance at everything and just being just like, so what's the meaning of you? Like go, going down, it's like, ask its meaning. It's like, I've been told this is the meaning, but what's this meaning of this table or this phone or like, what is why it all is mean, it, Travis? You know, what does it all mean? What does it all mean? And I feel like when someone gains their own meaning of what things are, they also try, they also give the most bigger question of knowing that you don't have to accept anything based off what you think others may perceive of your reality, but also at the same time, you get to spin around in what you perceive this world is. You get, and like you said, just walk around like you're in a simulation. Walk around like you're in a, like you're in a big VR hands in front of you just like oh take take in consideration consideration that may be a possibility yeah well it's like <laughs> it's, albert einstein said a reality is an illusion albeit you know a very um persistent one ext extremely persistent yeah it's one. pretty real yeah and and i feel like we can be very i like, of course, like I said before, opportunity meets desire. The more that you're aware that this is an illusion of whatever this is, it's going to show you glitches in the system. It's going to be, oh, it's going to say like, well, it's glitches. Wait, something doesn't seem right. It will show you how, like personally, 
the fact how things is like that still glitches in the system. Things are still are being changed and rearranged and dimensions and realities are constantly going in and out and constantly being manufactured right in front of our eyes. We just need to be aware of that that's a possibility within our own humanity. Yeah, and it could be that's what uh, there's either aliens or ghosts or entities or any of that. That's what that is, is it's either visitors coming in, they're either part of the simulation or it's a glitch in the simulation. And it's kind of uh, glitching things in that aren't supposed to necessarily be here. Or maybe that, you know, your consciousness has a filter to it. There's this idea that your consciousness has a filter to it. And then when you take psychedelics, like we talked about earlier, it kind of retards that filter a little bit uh, Mm -hmm. and it makes it to where you can perceive more of your reality than what you are supposed to to have whatever experience you're here to have but that's but being able to to broach that that realm is kind of part of the experience as well if you can kind of figure it out you know um and it might be one of those things but i i love exploring those kind of topics man that that's way more fun to me than i don't know bitching about who's on the oval office or something like that because it's all theater (laughs) anyway right Exactly. And it's so fun. It was just like, and what I've been telling people is just like, if they even take the chance to say, what I like to do, go into the mirror and just stare at yourself. Just stare at yourself. Stare in de- the eyes of the windows to the soul. As Maybe they not say. on acid, because that's, uh, <laughs> no, that's yes, tricky. That's, yeah. That's true. That's tricky. You got to work up TV. to that. <laughs> you go Wolfman every oh, time. I don't know about you. I go Wolfman <laughs> every time. <laughs> I have not seen what I've seen is that it's just like I felt this feeling of this non existent body. I felt of just truly looking into like I was, I felt it was so many different energies. I was feeling like first, like I was in a dollhouse, first, I was in this other thing. I I felt because I constantly see things and thinking multi dimensionally. Every single thought, every single process, every single wave and length, I know the different frequencies of my own reality. So when that slowed down, when thought by thought, reality, dimension by dimension, it's going to get very, very cosmic, very quick, but also very, very crazy real quick. The perception of what it, it just feels like you're in a like you're in a fun house, a never ending fun house. But I was I remember I was just looking into the mirror. And I was just like, hmm. And I it felt like my mind was coherent of what I was staring at, but this was just a full-on dead zone body. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> just like really knowing that my consciousness was tethered somewhere else. I was like, this is just a meat vessel. I was like, this, I was like, I, I'm just running in a meat suit. I'm just like, so who are you? But first of all, at the same question, I was just like, my face looked the same, but dif- different from a perspective that's not usually valued by me. But also, it was in a sense of just knowing eyes looked dead, meaning like a still vision of just saying it just you saw the life, life, like the lifeless being that we actually are. The, what gives us truly our, our full on spark is what's in what. What, what's in this? What's in this? And I even feel that the illusion of chakras and things like that, I feel like there are still things to be developed with them to understand them. But I also still feel like that is just elementary to what the bigger scheme is as well. I think that these are just, it's like we're understanding the full makeup of who we are, of our body, of our systems. And it's just like we're coming to the realizations that we're more than what we perceive to be. But also, we haven't even scratched the surface. Yeah. 
I love that. I love that idea because this this idea that the science is settled is horseshit. Uh, the science is never settled. They're finding out new things all the time. And whenever somebody's like, "Oh, well, you know, you the speed of light's the fastest uh, unit of of speed out there," that's not true. They found in quantum physics this. Um, this uh, spooky action at a distance type of a deal, this quantum entanglement, where two particles much further than the distant light can travel in which they interact, react at the same time. How is that possible? Yes, yes, yes. So there are is... things out there that we can transcend. And that's why back to this idea of, it, you know, people thinking, oh, this is woo-woo, oh, this is bullshit. Now the science says this. No, the science is actually never settled. And they, the science even that is quote unquote settled is finding out daily that maybe there's a little bit more that they can go into. I don't think that a lot of these types of... Um, Re, this, of, of this type of research is funded because there's there's not a lot of people out there that want to either change the way that they view about the world or even when you get into things like life after death experiences or like the research of Dr. Rouse, uh, Rick Straussman that did the DMT work, he had a hard fucking time getting funding for that stuff. And even then it was just observational of what it was and wasn't really able to take it beyond asking those big, big questions as far as what's really going on, what's behind the veil of it all. And, and it's weird, even with all of science still denying that ufos exist it's like no they definitely do there's unidentified shit up there you've got tons of witnesses you've got the abduction experiences and rather they're mental or not maybe that's it they abduct you mentally and they take your consciousness somewhere and it's there are so many more mysteries in the world and i love those mysteries like that to me is what keeps us going i think it's great I, I truly agree. I feel like the biggest thing is that people are afraid to ask those questions. I feel like when they bridge that gap to say that they actually know nothing, it makes people terrified. It's terrifying because now they have to say, like, now they have to navigate this whole world into perspective and say, what does it actually mean? And I feel like when we actually integrate the spirituality, the science and everything, because magic is just science on another level. It's understanding the dimensionality of it. And it's just like when we actually integrate all of these concepts into this new age of Aquarius, we will gain some true answers of what things actually are. And it's it's so funny. It's like it's 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 laughable to say that there are not other beings outside of this earth and it's it's like that ufos beings and aliens which we are just basically aliens to them <laughs> just like that that are non-existent it's just like there are beings flooded around us constantly perceptually that we cannot see and some that we are possibly are interacting with uh, somewhere in the uh, in humanity that may even look like us it's like do we do do we feel like we're the only humanoid looking beings in the galaxy? No. <laughs> it's like it's so many different ones that are so aware that are helping move along the ascension process. That's helping us even grow, even like little secret agents. Or sometimes maybe they're just taking a vacation on planet Earth. Yeah, <laughs> or, and there's some awesome theories or some people hypothesize that uh, they're future humans coming back in time machines and checking us out. I love that's honestly my favorite. I one, love probably. that. Oh. I love that. Easily my favorite I, one. Yeah. I personally love that idea because it could, it could mean that also the lineage it entertains the perspective of how time is this non-existent spectrum that if you understand how it, how it operates or how you can move throughout the, the, um, the zero extension cord of time it's like it's you can it's malleable you can be anywhere and everywhere at once it could be a future you and you at the same time doesn't mean that it's going to mess up anything it's because you already lived that that time you guys are all constant in your own timelines it's just like you are here past you seeing you and i personally 
like as I love this movie, uh, what is it called? Uh, oh, I why I had this movie in the top of um. What's one of the actors? With, I'll help you out. Okay, it's the guy that plays Hawkeye in Marvel, and also the woman. It's called. It's about the alien. It's like this. It came out a couple of years ago. It's about this alien. Um, this alien ship that kind of looks like octopus, uh, like uh, squids. That, the arrival. Yes. Okay, okay. Arrival. Thank you. And, I like <laughs> that moment like, oh, when we're both trying to figure something out, and somebody out there is just screaming it. Oh, it's the arrival. It's <laughs> the arrival. And then we're kind of like, no, it's it can't be that. That can't be right. And then we no, get there. I, and then so it's a good release for the people who knew the right answer. So. Okay. <laughs> go you. ahead. My bad. Thank you, being uh-huh. so collective. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, because it's like what I love about that movie. I love how it shows that the the past the present the future and the now and it's all can be beautifully uh, sacred of uh, synchronized at the same time you can be talking to yourself from the past constantly helping each other else this long lineage of yourself guiding you along your own path and it's just like you're that you're not away from yourself it's like if you decided to really channel and go into your own space and say I want to feel how I'm feeling in a week from now, or I want to be aware of what is going to happen in two years from now. We are able, we have that right, we have that ability and authority and willpower to do that within our own vessel, within our own consciousness, because we can ask ourselves even questions. It's like that type of thing is when you feel and you have a voice that sounds like yourself in your brain. Right, that comes out of nowhere. Mine sounds Jeez. like Sean Connery. I don't know why. <laughs> so no, sometimes I have different voices that I just love to narrate different ways. Especially, I love. Um, I can't remember her name is uh, Tabitha, whatever, whatever. Diana Ross. <laughs> so Alfred, no, that, no, that would be fun. And um, it is like and really having it in. It's like we can turn it in and narrate whatever we please, and it's just funny that what we actually think about is like, is that me guiding me from a different spectrum, from a different timeline, just narrate when like, is this you telling you to say, hey, actually don't, don't pick that one, pick another one. And just like, don't question that. Don't question it. It's like, is that actually you? You helping you along the thoughts of remembering what happened to that situation. It's like, oh, what about if I pick that one? Let me tell myself not to pick that. And I, I feel like even because that's what happens with the beautiful spectrum uh, that I feel what deja vu moments are. Deja vu is just everything rippling at the same time. It's just, it's just like if someone had a string and just decided just to pluck it. And we're just like everything's falling, collapsing into one space that happens over and over and over again into multiple realities, multiple timelines that we're just funneling into and just saying, all sing at the same time. Wow, I just had a deja vu. Yeah, and everybody in that in all of those timelines. Have you ever heard of the? Uh, I don't know. It's a theory or whatever. It's a hypothesis or just a fun thought experiment. How about that? Um, that kind of uh, life in reality. You get to live this life, and you maybe die a few times along the way, but you don't consciously die in your mind, and you just pick the story up from where you go. Let's say the example I heard was um, if you ever play like a video game. And you get to a certain point and there's a left and a right and you take a right from whatever camera perspective you understand. Most of this is audio anyway. (laughs) So you take a right and then you go down and you get like shot in the face and then you start over at the beginning. Well, whenever you get to that 
right and left point, you go left because you know you're going to get shot in the face over there. And then you go left for a little while and then you make another couple of turns and then you die by some booby trap or something like that. And then you start over. Well, you remember the first time of getting shot in the face and then you remember the left rights and things like that and the booby traps. What if that's all life is? It's a series of you making these conscious decisions and unconsciously following these threads and every different angle but what deja vu is is a point in which you died and that makes you remember that that's like a cue for your start off point for where you reincarnate at mm. that's fun oh my right? god <laughs> that is <laughs> do you know how blown i am yeah that's because that's that is why I was little, yeah i was just igniting when you were saying that because i was just like i have felt that so much is just knowing that how many different timelines i could be in timeline 42 right now oh, and easily. i don't even know it's like i don't even know and it's in theory multiple worlds thing you know there's there's a theory that there are infinite number of realities and if there are infinite number of realities there are infinite number of yous and me is having this conversation right now and maybe that we're just we're wearing inverse shirts i'm wearing your shirt you're wearing mine but we're having the same conversation i mean word for word that's what infinite means is it's infinite possibilities which is really fucking mind-blowing to wrap your head around but if that's the case maybe it is that whenever you make a decision another universe splits off and one of the and the you that went right went right and the you that went left went left and then those universes with every decision thought and choice create their own reality and split off and so there's an infinite number of these infinite possibilities which in that sea in that soup of possibilities everything happens and it all happens at once which is why it's tricky for time and that's why it's only linear from our perspective right because we need a way to process the experience that we're here to have and maybe that's all time is the other thing about the aliens from the future is what gives me what i like about that is we make it right we don't destroy ourselves so that's that's kind of fun it's like oh okay well it's all gonna work out if that's what it is and so that's just awesome I, I, and it's personally to me, based off my perception, I definitely do feel like that. That's what it is. I feel like it's like a big gumbo of different infinite possibilities and timelines. And I do feel that every single time it's like taking a ladle and you're just like, oh, wait, that's that timeline. Oh, wait, this is that one. It's like all muddled together. And I feel like as we go down and deeper and deeper, we are truly integrating every single timeline into one perspective. It's just like, we may, it's like how so many thoughts are coming into one. So we choose to say that one word, that one thing, maybe these are all thought processes going at once. And we just choose one that feels congruent to this particular timeline. And it's just, it, it mind blows me because the more I feel and think about it, it's just like, what if that as we're sitting here, we are not the only, since space and time is, of course, uh, infinite possibility. What about since sitting here, it could be three of you sitting in the same spot or next to each other, like in this, let's kind of like this, uh, uh, what is it kind of like this mirror display of this, you just seeing yourself from all different perspectives. And I feel like it's me even thinking about that, grasping it. And I know that the viewers that are listening to it, just, just, just sit in, just nestle in that thought. Of yeah, just marinate saying, on that for a little while. Let that one breathe. Marinate. Let it breathe. Let us, you know? let us, let us sit in the refrigerator for 24 hours. <laughs> let it truly marinate. Because I just really think about how, how it is always possibly true that these things are available to discover. And I just, I just, I just my blood. I just my blood. Even that thought, I, I feel like I have to sit with that. Or what if everything you think is correct? What if everything you observe is 
your observation. What if you think one day that the earth is flat? Okay, cool, it's flat. What if you think the other day it's round? And okay, it's round. And what if you think that we're infinite beings full of light and wisdom and love? And then that's what it is. And you're absolutely correct. You know, they, they might shift a little bit, but the only shift that you get is the feeling of the understanding, not necessarily the observation, because maybe your feeling came from your observation, right? And so um, it's it's like that fun thing, like uh, the flatter versus rounder thing. I don't give a shit, but whatever. But it's these people um, who sit there and they have such compelling evidence and believe it so much. And then you've got the scientists over here saying, no, no we've, we've got this figured out. Like it's settled science. Well, you know, uh, well, maybe both are correct. I mean, and these types of concepts are fucking mind blowing to people. But it's it's back to the back to the all choices you make are simply just experiential, and maybe that they just lead you to other points of choice so that you can experience more. Maybe that's all that reality is, which in my mind yes. is empowering to the point to where you're like, well, then there's no wrong choice. There's only what I decided to do. There's no hell to go to because I simply made a choice rather than a right or a wrong choice. I just chose to experience. And that is very empowering. I mean, it's very freeing, but there's also a lot of responsibility in that. You don't just want to go around stabbing people in the face for the experience of it. Now you're probably welcome to do that. I don't recommend that. Um, but I, I think that, uh, you know, what if it's, what if that's it? What if that's all it is? It's just a big soup of experience and that's what you're here to do and maybe learn lessons and maybe do some sort of ladder for reincarnation and all of that things. Or it's all just a damn video game, you know, from somebody's perspective that we're just playing this game and that whenever the game's over, you run out of coins or whatever, you shag ass back to your house or whatever, <laughs> and, you know, that's it in another reality. Maybe that's what this is. Those are the types of things I enjoy thinking about. And and I agree with you both as a like because I feel like it's like a what about we have this big reset button every single time it's on a constant loop on a constant loop of seeing what we're actually going to do what we're actually going to experience and how we're going to navigate our own lives and see the differences in all of it and say that ever, since I know this choice I'm not going to choose differently and it's just like and what about that's what the dream world actually is us playing out the different realities the theories of our own thought process and to say no no yes no and truly when we wake up it's like oh okay i have to live out in this perspective because i kind of know if i live out in that perspective it's going to go to hell <laughs> it's or, like oh the perception yeah yeah or just whatever you want like it's whatever you want to experience i think that that's um what it's really all about and i think any sort of religious or political or any type of thing like that that's telling you it's got it figured out and i know the way that to go and you should be doing this is is full of shit i think anybody who says that they've got it figured out is full of shit yeah and i just i feel like it's complete i feel like when when we actually go deep diving into our own space into our own like even paying attention like i said to our dreams we will see how things are are not as they seem to our realities. They, they, they are. It's like even it's like how some dreams feel so real. Just like I, like I know that a lot of people that are listening possibly have that feeling of just saying, "Oh, I had a dream that felt so real. That felt so unbelievably real." When I woke up, I was shocked that I was even still alive. Or I was shocked that this was that I wasn't in that dream. It's like it's kind of to say, "Well, ask yourself, you." when you were dreaming, if you thought that that was so real, what reality, what world were you actually just experiencing in? Because I remember, like, I, I'm not, I feel like I'm not the only one when I have dreams of people that I don't even recognize. And these are beings that I have never seen, never done in this lifetime that I'm aware of. 
in this timeline that I'm aware of. And I'm just talking and conversating and having a jovial good time. And I'm just like, I have no idea who you are. But in, in, in the reality that when I wake up, I was like, but do I know this person? And, and it's so many times I even had um, scenarios when I was dreaming going into those places of realities, when I was even preconceiving how I was going to meet people. And then later in life, I met them and I was like, and I, I said, <laughs> I, some trippy shit. I know one of my friends, Kayla, I was, we worked at the smooth, uh, smoothie place together and she came in a week before I did to start the job. And I was like, Oh, and we were talking and I just looked at it. I was like, I feel like I know you. And she's like, I feel like I know you too. It's like, that's so weird, isn't it? <laughs> and at the time that I thought it was weird, but I knew that it was conscious uh, development of my story. And it, it's, it's the type of thing is when people really start taking into full authority of saying that those things actually do happen, the people that you are with are just not out of coincidence. The beings that are in your story are just not out of just like, oh, we just put things together and you guys just happen to be together. It could be a contract. It could be a, a full on, like how someone say, oh, let's all get online together at the yes. same time. Yes, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what how, I feel. That's what I love. It's a soul family idea, right? That there's a bunch of us up there that are just like, oh, oh shit, we're going to go play Earth uh, this time, you know? <laughs> and we're going to go down there and Travis, you're going you're gonna to look like that. I'm going to look like this. And I'm going to live in Texas. You're going to live in, in Maryland or something. I don't know, North, you know, you're going to live up there. You're going <laughs> to like snow and that's why you live up there. And I'm going to not like snow so much in cold weather. And that's why I live in Texas and Texas freedom, you know? And so uh, we're going to do that. And then we're going to have a bunch of other people that we'll meet along the way and we'll all just kind of meet up and go oh shit you're experiencing this i'm experiencing this all right cool we'll see ya and then we carry on and maybe that's what life's all about it's just this big game you know it's just a ride like bill hicks says i mean i love that observation that's the most freeing one to me it's it's just a ride so you're responsible for making choices here and having fun and enjoying the ride and that's why you're here and remembering that it's a ride is what will get you out of those states of feeling helplessness or feeling like you're angry all the time you're fearful of what the, the game is trying to throw at you, but maybe yeah. that's not it. And once you realize that you're, you're the participant in the game, then maybe you can create a more fun game. You know, you level up a little bit. Exactly. It's kind of like when you realize that you're perfectly placed in those, it's like in every single checkpoint, you're perfectly placed. It's just like, it doesn't know what sometimes like when you want, like, did my character end up here in a different checkpoint? This is where all the action is happening. I want to be somewhere safe. It's like, what about if your checkpoint is supposed to be here and you had to you had to gain your bearings, but you navigate, investigate. This is where you're supposed to be. And I feel I was even um it was mine, I think last year at some time, I was getting into the full understanding of a really narrowing into the void space of my existence and and i kept on saying let's i was like uh what, what was i saying i was like uh what was i saying i was saying breathe or patience or whatever uh-huh. and just it was like a like, mantra and, to help you reset yes help me reset and as i was going in i just got this imagery and it brought almost tears to my eyes of the of, of the clarity that it brought of this everyone bringing on off these headsets, these VRs, whatever, and everyone just looking beautifully majestic and uh, cosmic looking, not in these bodies, but in a different one. And just be like, oh, hey, how is it going to everyone that they're surrounding? Not this type of 
it could be whatever it is. It is because like, it's all theories out there of this complicated thing that once we leave this this vessel, that it's we're away from the beings that we know or love or care about. It can be as simple as that stepping into, like they said, stepping into the next room and we just take off the costume and be like, okay, that was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, I had a great time. Oh, did you have a fun day at work today, hon? I sure did. I was, uh, you know, I was Travis for like 50 or for like 90 years. It was pretty cool, you know, and we experienced all this shit and man, it was crazy. And God, they have these things called dogs there and they're fantastic, you know? And uh, yeah, I had a great time. And maybe it's just like that. Like you said, you just like, uh, there was a near death uh, experiencer that I heard their story and they said that whenever they turned around to look back at their body, they were dispassionate about it. They weren't worried at all. They looked at it like it was just clothes that they took off to throw in the hamper um, that they were done using. And man, it's it's th- this perspective, I think, um, this reality, albeit an illusion, um, would be it's it's you need to be able to dumb it down or filter out these kinds of big concepts, even though they're fun to think about. Yes. Because you're here to have an experience or you've paid somebody else for a ride and basically you're <laughs> cheating a little bit if you don't get the full experience for this ride that you paid some carny, maybe we're at a carnival ride, you know, in some astral carnival. Um, and, you know, you paid for this experience, you're getting it, you've got this VR suit on and it's super advanced and then you get to go have this experience. And so thinking of these kind of concepts is not unrealistic. It's, it, it's basically another way of questioning the universe, trying to figure everything out, but also just playing with the notion that maybe things aren't as rigid and solid and as dire is as they say that it is. You know, it's the, the desire for something to be a little bit less shitty uh, is kind of why <laughs> I'm a big fan of these kind of things. You know, it's that you know, there's no hell to go to whenever you're done. Uh, no, you know, you're not being judged constantly. Um, these are things people have told you because the church is actually a pretty big control mechanism. Um, and they were part of the government a long time ago. And we just really never really separated the control element of it. And, you know, maybe it's to limit your power to exploit you to do something else for them instead of doing something for you or instead of serving humanity in a greater way with a better outlook. Maybe I, I just, like I said, I like going down these thought experiments. I appreciate you driving down the road with me. No, I agree because it's just like, it's all the things that like compartmentalize into every other area. It's just like, it didn't really go away. It's just spread out the the office with more employees and more different doors to open. And I just, and I just feel like I even with that experience that I feel, I, I told you before in one of our conversations, when I, shot in the neck in this body in this timeline and i i felt everything i felt the 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 disconnectivity of fading away upward away from this body just realizing it was like oh okay that's it what's next it's just like just knowing that it's just it's like you said it's not as dire it is not as it's we're here to play and I feel like we get to, of course, the emotions, the illusions of responsibilities of what these things like. We all signed up for this. We all signed up for it. Stop thinking that it's there to kill you, to bring you down, to weigh you in some way. It's all about having fun with it. Yes, it's going to be difficult, but that's the ride. It's, like, it's kind of like when you're going through a ride and it's a little difficult because you feel your head going like this <laughs> and you feel like you're about to throw up. But when you get off the ride, you're just like, I want to go again. Yeah. You're like, Woo, that was dope. All right. Let's do it again. Especially with me because I'm an adrenaline junkie. And oh, nice. I just yeah. Love, I just love adrenaline. Same. And it's like, I, 
I just find it's just like, if I'm going to feel like I'm close to death, let me be it. I like to live. And it's like, not, not in a way that's irresponsible, but, but in a way that it's just showing the thrill and the experience of how to actually live life. And, and mind you, people, you don't have to live life in a way that has to be full out, out there and being a daredevil and doing the most lavish things. No, just take advantage of what you got now. It's like, just take advantage of what you can experience in this moment. You can, if you can have fun in this moment, you have gained yourself the will and the right to have fun in every moment that you create from the next day on. It's like, because you now know that you can, I can have fun with this. It's just like, okay, play with your roadblocks, play with the little blocks that you have. And when you can have fun and play with this, we'll give you the big boy stuff or the big girl stuff. And it's like to really know how to have fun with it. But if you don't know how to have fun with your toys right in front of you, you're screwed. It's like you're screwed from that reality of knowing how to play with it. And I just feel like it's so much fun. Of course, the emotions, feel the ups, the downs, the twists and turns. It was like that can be draining and exhausting. But when you take away all that, especially when you know how to find balance with it, find the peace, find the calm, know how to navigate your own emotional spectrum, it's a fun place to be. It really is. It's just like, it's it's kind of, I, I realized I was watching what, um, what what's eating up Gilbert grapes the other day and uh and I was and I woke up and uh walked out it was at nighttime and I was looking at all the stars I was like I'm in just a big dream I'm really am I was just looking around I was just like and with knowing this I had this perspective I was just saying I can clock out whenever I want it's like it's that authority of knowing because I feel like at the same time we've been deemed to see the the authority of knowing that we do have the will, the right and consciousness to clock out whenever we choose. We have seen deemed to it, but I do feel that are, there are more different ways to do it. It's not in the way of ideas of suicidal, but I think it's more technological ways to bring consciousness out of the body and back to where it needs to be or where it what came from. I feel like if someone says that, hey, even if I signed up for this ride, I got halfway through it, stop the the uh, the festival clock and say, hey, can I get off now? <laughs> it's like, it doesn't, uh, um, to do that, not just when it gets, I feel like it should be definitely some guidelines, not just when it gets hard, because when it gets hard, people sometimes like to kick the, like run Give off. Up. But yeah. what, but that's, when, exactly. that's when you have the most to learn is that's why it, that's what that synchronicity is. It's teaching you something that you chose to learn. Exactly. It was like you chose to be here. You chose to gain the experience. Feel the shot. experience. Yeah. It's just a ride. Really feel, yeah, exactly. Ride the ride. How are you going to really experience something if you just have your eyes closed and go like this and you're and just like and feeling and not really seeing what's in front of you? Open your eyes, smile a little, little let the bugs fly in your mouth, <laughs> just spit them back out when you're off the ride and be like, oh, I feel good. Let me go on like the bumper cards next or like the, uh, <laughs> or, like, on the flying fairy ride. It's, it's fun. Well, I like, I I'll, yeah. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. You glitched no, 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 out. No, no. I, I was interrupting. I, I like no. the analogy and here's, here's where we're actually going to wrap it up, my friend. So I, I like the analogy of that. It's a dream. Cause we've talked to, you've talked a lot about dreams here and I really like that. Uh, the analogy that it's just a ride as well and tying those things together and your empowerment with really how you are a creator of your life. Now, if this is a dream and we're all just in our own dream, then choose to be lucid participant in the dream and create the reality that you want. 
instead of just going, well, it's a dream and I have no control over it, choose to know that you do have control over it, maybe, and choose some lucid dreaming practices. One of those, just like an inception, to know that their dreaming is the top. And so maybe keep a gratitude wristband on or keep a gratitude rock on you. And whenever you feel things going wrong or you get sucked into the illusion of the dream, touch that rock and realize it's all just a ride. Touch that bracelet and realize, hey, I'm grateful for this, this, and this, and shift your power back over into the fact that you are powerful and that you are creating your reality. Be a lucid dreamer. <laughs> Be a lucid dreamer. Exactly. Be a lucid dreamer. Travis, I, love I it. cannot tell you how much fun this was. I will definitely have you back on, man. I really want to thank you for your time, and I really do appreciate it. Uh, tell tell these fine folks where they can find you real quick, and then we'll we'll let them ride. Oh, excellent. So just, it glitched out a little bit. Did you say tell? We are glitching out here at the end. It's the simulation trying to tell us we're done. So, look, I, I, will, I will say, uh, so tell tell the folks uh, where they can find you, my friend. Okay, and it's been an honor. This has been so much fun, and I'm ready to do so many more. But how where you can find me is on T-R-A-V-I-S-M-O-R-R. You know what? Don't worry about it, because you glitched anyway. Start it over. So on Instagram, what, what was it? So you could find with three S's. Let's simplify that. Okay, Let's Travis with, with, with Morris with three S's. Okay, that'll work. Two S's. R's and three three R's and three S's. Three S's. Yes. <laughs> it is like it, we're doing great. You, we're doing great. <laughs> we're doing in this great. simulation. We're finding the glitches. That's right. <laughs> it's like and also you can follow follow Choose Today at Choose Today with two O's on Instagram to find how that's going to birth itself and also our new part of July, which is very very exciting. So that's going to be very very fun. That's so cool. Yeah, and I can't wait to see your film. We'll definitely have you back on to talk about it whenever you get that going. That'll be cool. Love it. You know yeah. it's cosmic. <laughs> All cosmic, and I love it. Well, Travis, like I said, I can't thank you enough. This has been a real pleasure, my friend, and thank you so much. Of course. It's an honor. It's been an honor. All right. All right, everybody out there in the listening world, I am Brandon Thomas. This has been the Expanding Reality Podcast, and uh, just be good to one another, you know? Get out of the left-hand lane, pick up a piece of litter every now and then. Don't litter, first of all. Uh, second of all, uh, pick it up if you see it laying on the ground. You know, do something for somebody else every now and then. Uh, buy the person in line behind you their coffee or their meal every now and then. Do it maybe once a month, maybe once a quarter, whatever you can afford to do. Change the world in which you live and tend the garden that you got in these small little ways and watch the magic happen, right? Yes, yes, yes. That's beautiful. I love that. It's a good little sign off. We had a good time today. We had to sign it off right. That was the the best way. That was the best way. Do whatever you please to make everyone's life happy, including your own. That's right. Beautiful. All right, my friend. I love you very dearly, and thank you so much for your time. Of course. Love you. (laughs) Have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you. (laughs) 